Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Consciously Blooming. I am your host, Natalie Green, and I am so happy to have you here today. So for this week's episode, it is a continuation of Skincare 101. So this is part two, and I will be getting into my skincare routine and why I use each product that I use. Before I jump in, I will begin how I always do with what I've been into and what I've been up to. What I've been into, I might have mentioned this in an earlier episode, and that is adding black nigella seeds to my honey before I put it in my oatmeal. Now, black nigella seeds are these little black seeds that you toast and I add them to honey and toasting them allows them to release their essential oils, which is where many of their benefits come from. And the National Library of Medicine has said that so far, numerous studies demonstrated the seeds of nigella sativa and its main active constituent, thymoquinone, to be medicinally very effective against various illnesses, including different chronic illnesses, neurological and mental illness, cardiovascular disorders, cancer, diabetes, inflammatory conditions, and infertility, as well as various infectious diseases due to bacterial, fungal, parasitic, or viral infections. This seed has been eaten for centuries in various different cultures, and so I decided to add it to my daily breakfast just to get some more of those benefits, and because we all know many seeds have a lot of benefits, um, just I named a few from the National Library of Medicine, so I've been adding that to my breakfast. What I've been up to. This week was definitely a doozy. Um, It was Taku, my dog. It was his birthday on Monday. He turned two. And this week quickly took a turn for the worst as I had to take him to the emergency vet at 1.30 in the morning on Wednesday morning, technically. And he's doing much better now, so I won't get into details there. But on the way to the emergency vet, bright and early in the morning, I even got pulled over by the police. Yes, I got pulled over by cops, and that is because I was going 86 on the highway because two cars, it was pitch black outside, were following me right next to each other on either side of me at basically the exact same speed. So I'm not sure if you have heard of this, but everyone I've spoken to has heard of this, and that's that there's a scam going on where two cars will pull up on either side of you when you're exiting the highway and hijack your car. And so that's what I thought was about to happen to me because we were the only three cars on the highway at 1.30 a.m. on a Wednesday morning. So naturally, I sped up because I was not going to have my car stolen, especially on the way taking my dog to the emergency vet. So I sped up to 86 and then slowed down once I felt that I was a safe distance away from these cars and I pulled off on the exit that I was supposed to take and sure enough, one of those cars was a cop car. They pulled me over and everything was obviously fine, but I did say to the officer that I thought they were going to try and steal my car, and he said he had never heard of that, which I think is stupid and outrageous that everyone I've spoken to, even my father, has heard of this, and the cop had never heard of it. So, whatever. I got out of it without even a warning, nothing, because... 86 is not the fastest anyone's gone on the highway, especially when they think that they're in danger. And yeah, glad I got out of that without anything. Um, And then again, I got my dog to the ER and he's doing much better, like I said. 
And yeah, so what I've been up to was a very chaotic, a little bit stressful week. But you know, you can't let that get you down. I didn't let it get me down and I just kept on trucking and next week is going to be much better. So that's what I've been up to. Now, jumping right into this week's topic, Skincare 101 Part 2. Following up on last week's episode, like I said, this is Part 2 of Skincare 101. I do encourage you to go back and listen to Part 1 if you haven't already, as it really lays down the groundwork for your skincare routine. You have to get the basics down to start having an effective skincare regimen, so nail that down first. Now, for this week's episode, I wanted to go through my personal skincare routine and why I use each product, i.e. what that product is working to treat or protect or prevent. My goal with this episode is not only to educate you more about the products that you might already be using, but also to give you some ideas on products that might solve some of the issues that you've been not sure on how to address. I'll also say the same disclaimer that I did on last week's episode. I am not trying to get you to go out and buy a whole bunch of products. I know that overconsumption is a huge problem in our society. These are just the products that I use each and every day and have repurchased multiple times that have helped my skin to look happy and healthy and you might not need all or any of these products. That's obviously completely up to you and what your skin needs. I just want you to be aware of the tools that are out there and that might help you heal your skin. So starting off with two things that are not skincare products, but are kind of sort of treatments, one might say, that I do to my face regularly. I shave my face once a month and I do daily morning face ice baths. Shaving my face. Dun, dun, dun. I know this sounds scary and you're probably thinking, OMG, does she have a beard if she needs to shave? No, I do not have a beard, but I do have peach fuzz. And there is nothing wrong at all with peach fuzz. It's natural, of course. But I have found that shaving my face not only lets my makeup sit more smoothly on my skin, but it allows my skincare products to more easily penetrate my skin. Without that little layer of hair, the products go right into that freshly washed skin. I simply use an eyebrow razor once a month with face oil. I shave in the direction that the peach fuzz grows and boom, all done. A few notes, you might be thinking, I bet her peach fuzz grows back darker because she shaves and that's a myth. Researchers have debunked that old wives tale that your hair grows back darker or thicker if you shave a long time ago. Also, it doesn't look weird as it grows back in, I promise. No one will even notice and neither will you. Lastly, I also want to mention that you do need to replace the blade every time or every other time that you use it. Since your skin is so fresh and you have just taken off a layer of dead skin cells and hair, your skin is very vulnerable. Using the same razor all of the time can introduce bacteria or fungi to that fresh skin and that can lead to an infection. So make sure that you're replacing your razor every time or at least cleaning it very thoroughly in between uses. Ice face baths or ice facials. I do this for many reasons. Number one, it really helps to wake me up. I mean, how could it not? It's ice cold water on your face first thing in the morning and it feels really good. Number two, it helps to reduce face puffiness and redness. 
Because the water is so cold, our blood vessels constrict as circulation is decreased from that area. I know that seems counter to what I said about increasing circulation in your face with the light therapy wand, but this is only a temporary decrease in circulation to help reduce any swelling or puffiness that is the result of our sleep. Now that we have those treatments established, let's get into my everyday, yes, everyday skincare routine. After I've started my day with an ice facial, I go in with a toner. I personally don't like to wash my face in the morning because it can be damaging to the skin barrier by stripping any healthy skin oils that are necessary to keep your skin protected from outside bacteria and pollutants. So going in with something more gentle to get any night cream off or stuff like that off of my skin for a fresh start, I begin with a toner on a cotton round. I use the Thayer's Hydrating Milky Toner with Snow Mushroom and Hyaluronic Acid. Don't worry about memorizing any of these products or names. I'm going to link everything at the very end of the show notes. But this toner not only gives me a clean sweep on the surface of my skin, but it also provides a little boost of hydration, which with my oily skin is a focus of mine. Next, once the toner is dried down, I start with my vitamin C serum. Vitamin C, when applied topically, is a powerhouse serum. It is shown to reduce fine lines and wrinkles, reduce sunspots, and as an antioxidant, it protects your skin against free radicals. Free radicals are toxins that can come from inside your body through natural processes like metabolization or from outside your body like air pollutants. So putting vitamin C serum on your mostly dry face I say dry because you want your pores to really soak in that serum, can help protect your skin from the inside and out, prevent early aging, and prevent acne. It is important that I note that the quality of your vitamin C serum really matters. After doing more research into this product, studies have shown that the percentage of active vitamin C, such as L-absorbic acid, really matters in getting an effective serum. So do your research. This is probably what you really want to spend your money on in your morning skincare routine as higher quality vitamin C serums generally are not cheap. I'm about to try one of the highest rated slash lowest budget vitamin C serums that I could find online and it's the RX Vitamin C 23 Serum with Super Vitamin E and Hyaluronic Acid. I've heard that it smells really bad, like beef stew or something weird like that, but I haven't received it yet, so I'll report back on that once I've given it a good try to see the effects and to see if the smell is something that I can move past. Next, after my vitamin C serum has fully dried into my skin, because we need to give each product a chance to absorb, I go in with my face mist and snail mucin. If you haven't gotten on the snail mucin train yet, what are you doing? I am just kidding, of course, but I am sure you've had to have heard of it by now. Not to brag, but I have been using it since way before snail mucin hit the mainstream, and that is, of course, because I studied abroad in South Korea, and that's where the most recognizable company is selling snail mucin. Um, most recognizable company selling snail mucin is based out of. So... Snail mucin, as its name implies, is the mucus a snail secretes when it slides along the ground. It has a strange texture, as you might imagine, but little to no smell at all. 
It is hydrating, antimicrobial, it fights inflammation, and there are even tests being done to see if it aids in preventing certain types of skin cancer. It is a humectant, meaning it seals in moisture, so it does need to be applied on damp skin. That's why I use a little bit of any type of face mist. Right now I'm using the Evian mini little face mister that my cousin gifted to me last Christmas. And so I spritz that on my face lightly and then I pat in the snail mucin. I use the same patting method with my serums as well. Instead of rubbing the product into your face, you lightly pat the product into your skin and neck. To seal all of that moisture in, I of course go in with a moisturizer. I use the Philosophy Hope in a Jar Multitasking Moisturizer, but you can of course use any type of moisturizer that your skin likes. After that is soaked in a bit, I end with SPF every day, rain or shine. I use the Trader Joe's Facial Sunscreen. It's a gel type of formula that I really like, but you can use whatever sunscreen that you want, but just make sure you're using it every day. Don't forget about those cardinal rules I mentioned on Skincare 101 Part 1. Throughout the day, usually after I've walked the dog or gone to a workout and it's way before I plan or have time to shower, I use a hypochlorous acid spray. I know that that sounds weird and scary, but hear me out. Hypochlorous acid, or HCO1, is the naturally occurring substance in our white blood cells that helps to fight off bacteria and infections. This spray is basically a multiplied version of that, which helps to prevent the grouping of bacteria that can lead to acne or skin conditions such as dermatitis. I use it to prevent acne after I've been outside and gotten all sweaty. This is great for my girlies who have sweaty faces. But as I mentioned, it can be good for those with skin conditions as it is a gentle antimicrobial and anti-inflammatory spray. Plus, it just feels nice after getting hot and sweaty, honestly. So, that has established the daytime routine, moving into the nighttime routine. I begin by using a cleansing oil to start my double cleansing routine. The oil takes off any leftover makeup, sunscreen, or dirt that might be on my skin and in my pores. I like to use an oil cleanser because it keeps from stripping the oils on my face, but gets all those nitty gritty little pores. I rinse that off with warm water, and then I go in with my La Roche-Posay Tolarian Purifying Foam Face Wash and a little silicone face scrubby. Don't be alarmed by that name. It's just the normal La Roche-Posay face wash that you can get at Target or Walgreens anywhere. That's just their, their long, fancy name. But there is a trend going around that says that you need to massage your face wash into your face for at least a minute so that it can work properly. But dermatologists have come forward and said that this isn't as good of an idea as you think it is. I'm guessing you might already know why, and that is because leaving the soap on for too long can strip away your natural oils, damaging your skin barrier. So I do a quick wash and rinse and then pat my face dry with a towel. Notice again that I said pat and not rub. You do not want to be pulling on your skin or rubbing it aggressively with a towel. Just gently pat off the excess water. So here is where I switch up my skincare and I want you to stay with me. I use a four day cycling method with my skincare routine and it's not as difficult or scary as it seems and it helps you get in all of the products that are recommended by dermatologists to repair, treat, and prevent aging in the skin. Jumping in. 
Night one, I go in with a chemical exfoliant. I use the Naturium Liquid Exfoliant BHA 2%. Chemical exfoliants help to gently remove any dead skin cells that might be leading to acne, dull skin, or those that might be slowing the healing process. Chemical exfoliants are much more gentle on the skin than physical exfoliants, such as the infamous St. Ives apricot skin scrub. You don't want to be using that on your skin. Those physical exfoliants are tearing your skin and damaging your skin barrier. So after I have left the chemical exfoliant set in my skin, I just go in with my normal night cream, the CeraVe moisturizer that comes in a tub. I don't love that it comes in a tub because this can more easily introduce bacteria into the product, but I use a little mini rubber spatula to get the cream out and then just wipe that clean. If you don't have one of those, of course, I just happen to have one, not sure why. Just make sure you wash your hands before you put it in your cream because again, you don't want to introduce anything weird and that can just compromise the um, cleanliness of your product. Night two, I start with the toner that I used in the morning. And then once this has completely, and I mean completely dried into my skin, I go in with my retinol serum. Retinol helps to promote skin cell turnover and collagen production, i.e. it helps to keep your skin looking plump and youthful more so than if you were to not use it. But the reason that I emphasize that your skin needs to be bone dry when you put on retinol is because putting retinol on damp skin allows the product to penetrate deeper into the more sensitive layers of your skin and can lead to damage and irritation. I also recommend starting with a very low dosage of retinol in whatever serum you use. Currently, I'm using a retinol complex serum, so the retinol is very low, but I have just purchased a 0.2% retinol serum and will keep you posted on how that goes. I also want to put an age disclaimer out there. You shouldn't start using a real retinol, i.e. the one that I'm starting to use, until you're about 24 or 25. After that, you can keep bumping up the percentages as you get older or as you prefer, but you don't need to start until about your mid-20s. However, if you are older and have not used a retinol before, you still need to begin at a low dosage as to not damage your skin. It's kind of a tempering process. After I let the retinol serum completely absorb into my skin, meaning my face is essentially dry again, I use the same night moisturizer I mentioned earlier. Night number three. I tone with the same toner that I used in the morning and I follow it with my night cream. It's as simple as that. This gives my skin a chance to heal and rest after exfoliating it and promoting skin cell turnover the last two nights. This is generally when I will do my light therapy wand with rose hips oil. Rose hips oil has a ton of benefits, so many so that I won't get into all the benefits. Otherwise, it could add another 10 minutes onto this episode. I love putting oils on my face, my hair, and my body and Rosehips oil is a wonderful oil to add to any facial massages or treatments that you might be doing. Night four. I do the same as night three, but I've actually been skipping night four as my skin has become more accustomed to my routine. So now I just do night number one, exfoliant, night number two, retinol, and night number three, rest and repair, and then I repeat the cycle. I know that that was a lot. 
I will finish by throwing in two face masks that I also use when my skin needs a good purge. The Aztec Clay Mask and the I Am Rice Blemish Mask by Molly Tony. I will let you dig into those, but the Aztec Clay Mask really helped me clear my skin from a deeper point. This is the kind of mask that you don't do the week of a big event because it will bring up any underlying problems or pimples to the surface, but in the long term, it's a great way to keep everything regulated. Lastly, and most importantly, drink water. Your skin will be so much happier and healthier if you are hydrated and able to process and get rid of all of those toxins in your body, and the kidneys can't do that without water, so drink it. That was a lot of product names and uses and just everything. So I've gone ahead and like I said, I linked everything for this episode, any product that I mentioned or something that I use in the show notes. I don't get any commission off of any of this. I just want to make sure that you can access any of the products that you might want to use and that I mentioned today that might help you. Now with that, I will end this week's episode with a quote from Erno Lasno, and he says, beautiful skin requires commitment, not a miracle. Now, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Please like and share with any family or friends you think might find this episode beneficial or like the podcast in general. I hope you have a great week. Thank you so much for listening and keep consciously blooming into your best self.